Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrow from Monty and the Farrow, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Conkama, Long Island. I always wanted to do that. Uh, my partner, Mr. Monty, is not here tonight. He's slightly under the weather, but he shall return next week. Uh, also, we were supposed to have Marty Gennetti tonight, but uh, Marty Gennetti has come down with COVID. Not 
Good. Uh, at the board, of course, as always, is my one and only favorite producer, Mr. Jared, a.k.a. Spidey. What's up, Spidey? What's up? We're still going to have a great show. Of course we are. What, did, 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 did there was any other plan involved here? Of course not. Of course not. At the board, of course, Mr. Spidey. Well, even though Mike is not here, uh, we're going to move on to ridiculous stories, which is what we usually do, which I always call ridiculous, so we might as well. Uh, we've got something out of Florida. The state troopers there have reported a drunk woman drove a golf cart on a Florida highway. Yeah, that's what I do with my golf cart whenever I hit a uh, case of beer. A woman with an open... Oh, she was she was doing better than a case of beer. A woman with an open bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey in a bag was arrested for driving a golf cart on Florida's busiest interstate while smashed, according to an arrest report. The 58-year-old woman was arrested Saturday night on the shoulder of Interstate 95. She is now facing misdemeanor charges of disorderly intoxication in a public place. And resisting an officer, oh, without violence. Well, that was nice of her. Uh, according to a Florida Highway Patrol report, the, uh, there was a semi-truck driver who spotted the woman driving in the golf cart in the center lane of Interstate 95, uh, Brevard County, which is the heart of Florida's space coast. The, yeah, she was in space, all right. The truck driver advised, uh, she observed the driver of the golf cart uh, passing out while driving. What are you doing? Why do I always have to read these things? This person is a moron. Uh, Jared, did you show a picture of this person already? While yeah, I was reading was this there. lovely, you did. Yeah. Well, I saw the picture before the show, and apparently she might have uh, ra- accidentally ran her face over as well. I got a question. Where do you think she was going? With uh, when well, with a full bottle of whiskey in her insides and a golf cart on the interstate, she was probably going to Pluto. But I don't think you can get there that way. What do you Sounds think? About right. Yeah, yeah, she took a trip into outer space. All right, well, enough of that nonsense. Uh, I, you, I, what do you think she'll get for that? You think, what, what, what did she get? A year? I have no you, yeah, A slap probably. on the wrist and a, and a case of beer? A blue moon? Nothing crazy. It was a golf cart. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess it could have been worse. It could have been a motorcycle. All right, let's move on. Um, uh, ridiculous story number two. Uh, Bri- oh, this pisses me off. Wait a minute. I don't like this story. Brittany Griner, sentenced to nine years on drug charges in Russia. So what's going to happen next? Well, the trial of Brittany Griner ended Thursday with the WNBA star expressing remorse. This, this kind of makes me laugh. Expressing remorse for accidentally packing vape cartridges filled with pot. How do you accidentally pack vape cartridges filled with pot? Either way, I don't think it was really an accident. I probably think it was quite intentional. Uh, but the, uh, the journey to remote Russia won't happen immediately for her. Uh, so to allow any appeals processes... Um, it's turning out that uh, the brother Paul Whelan is a former United States uh, Marine who was arrested in Russia in 2018 and sentenced to 16 years on espionage charges that the U.S. says are untrue. Uh, Griner and Paul Whelan are both considered wrongfully detained by the U.S. government, and the State Department has offered Russia a substantial offer for their returns. What is wrong with Russia, by the way? We caught you with weed and a, and a joint, and we're going to sentence you to nine years in prison. Uh, what, what, what's your take on that, Jared? You're a young guy. How would you feel about, uh, you know, it's pot. What are we talking here? Yeah, I mean, weed is nothing. You should not be getting any kind of legal, 
uh, consequences. Should we should we be starting Russia's a war crazy, over yeah. something like this? What do you think? I mean, I, the nerve of them to just keep our uh, our people like that. Yeah, we got to get her out of there. But how do you suggest we get her out of that? A little uh, little napalm or something like that? You know, no, too too violent. No, nah, a little. Uh... We could make a good trade. It's it might be the only thing they understand over there, though. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if any of you are aware of some of the Russian pop music that they listen to over there, but they're clearly smoking pot. So I really don't know what the problem is. Uh, leave her alone, let it go, and uh, cut the shit. Thanks, Russia. All right, let's move on. I'd like to thank the. Wait a minute, I'm thanking myself, Jared. This is weird. I'd like to thank the band that sings that sings the theme song for Monty and the Pharaoh. Myself. Jimmy Farrow and uh, <clears throat> Bart Griggs. Bart, man! Uh, we're part of the band Wisteria Hall, and we sing such great songs. This is, <laughs> this is ridiculous, reading this myself. In my dreams, this life, not far behind, here comes the rain, and a whole bunch of other songs that you could just go nuts over because they are kind of cool. I mean, especially if you like rock. Uh, you can find our music on uh, all sorts of things like our you know, Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Please like and subscribe, yada, yada. Spotify, iTunes. Tunes and of course, Reverb Nation. Monty and the Pharaoh can be seen on YouTube where we have had over 2 million views. Thank you to our audience at home. Nothing without you. Bless you. Love you. Thank you. Facebook Live on Monty and the Pharaoh page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. You can catch Monty and the Pharaoh on Twitch TV. And, of course, Channel 115 on Cablevision every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. And then going right up again Saturday Night Live on Saturday nights at 11.30 p.m. That's on Channel 115. You can also catch us on Channel 20 Cablevision on Tuesdays, Farrow Time, 1 a.m. We are also proud to be part of Amazon Music, so thank you very much to Amazon for your package. And... Uh, we will get right back with uh, the day that uh, Marty couldn't make it. We'll see you in a sec. Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics, pride, performance, and partnerships. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Only seen here out of Indie Music TV, live from Long Island. All right, folks, let's get started here. Careful what you wish for. That's the theme of this particular subject. Be careful what you wish for, all you Vince McMahon haters, because the Triple H era has begun. I cannot tell you how excited I am that Triple H is running things. 
I was always hoping that he would eventually run things from the creative standpoint. I am very, very happy that Stephanie McMahon is in charge of what she's been placed in charge of, along with Nick Khan. Uh, this company, to me, is in very good hands. Okay, uh, the Vince McMahon haters, you got your wish. Vince McMahon is no longer there. That awful, poisonous guy who turned wrestling into the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what he did. Uh, ding dong, the evil Vince McMahon is gone. While I don't subscribe to that, I actually laugh at that notion. Because here's the best part, folks. Now you get what you wished for. Be careful. Because Triple H is now in charge. And am I, am I completely a Triple H backer? It's pretty obvious I am. But to me, it's the age-old story of once upon a time, you had two companies. One company was owned by a non-wrestling-for-life kind of person, whether it was Ted Turner, whoever it may be. Obviously, I'm, I'm drawing a WCW parallel here. And you have the other company, which is a wrestler for life, a wrestler who's in the family of the McMahons, a wrestler who understands pro wrestling. If you never saw NXT when Triple H was running it, boy, oh boy, are you in for a treat if you want to get some good wrestling. And a guy who clearly will never lose sight of the E and entertainment. This was the leader of D-Generation X. This guy understands the complete vision that it takes to keep that company exactly where it belongs, on top. And there is no way in my mind that Triple H is not going to do well. He's going to wind up, a lot of people who left because they necessarily didn't get along with Vince McMahon will probably want to come back, and that's fine. And in defense of Vince McMahon, guys like Brock Lesnar were like, screw this, I'm out of here, because Vince McMahon had his loyalists too. I think it's all good in the end. This is a huge problem for AEW, because you've got Fanboy over there who's going to try to now go up against a lifer. Which is why Vince was, you know, let's face it, as far as numbers go, Vince was kicking the shit out of AEW. I don't care if you don't agree with it. These are numbers. He was beating AEW's ass. If you start looking at Raw and SmackDown. The NXT thing, I never saw that as a war. That was a Wednesday night war? In what way? NXT was actually just growing the up-and-comers, and AEW was taking the WCW route and putting Chris Jericho and John Moxley and CM Punk and all these. There's no way, okay? And they knew it. WWE knew it, so they didn't even bother. They didn't even acknowledge it. Because if it really meant something to them, they would have changed it. They would have done something to go, no, we're going to treat NXT like we do Raw and SmackDown. That was never the intention of NXT. Ever. The intention of NXT was just to bring people up through it. It was their minor leagues. Even when it was great and Triple H was kicking and killing it, just kicking ass and killing it, it was never intended to be the number one brand. So to me, the machine just keeps rolling on you got Tony Khan going up, a lifelong experienced guy who knows and understands wrestling, and a lot of wrestlers love Triple H. And that's the facts. So as far as I'm concerned, nothing but good news for the WWE, and SummerSlam was fantastic, okay? All right, and on that note of people all of a sudden wanting to come back, it's looking like the WWE may have a major update regarding Sasha Banks and Naomi returning. Sasha Banks and Naomi still haven't been on WWE TV since receiving their indefinite suspensions following a walkout back in late May. 
Various reports about the pair being quietly granted their release from the company and removed from the internal rosters have popped up ever since, but WWE has never outright confirmed it, nor have they removed the pair from the official WWE.com roster officially, though for whatever it's worth, that roster still includes Vince McMahon despite his recent retirement. How shocking. But then, a report from the WrestlingNews.com uh, dropped a, uh, on Monday stating that the pair, they broke some news on Monday, stating that the pair had agreed to return to the company now that Triple H is overseeing WWE creative. What a surprise. What a surprise. I'm not surprised at all. And I know that anybody who understands Triple H's relationship with a lot of the wrestlers uh, knows the history with Triple H and, and Sasha. Triple H has been a fan of Sasha and a backer of Sasha going back years and years and years with NXT. So I'm pretty sure that they're both, Sasha and Naomi, are pretty happy that Triple H is there. And whatever was concerning them, whether they were right or wrong, in my opinion, I feel they were wrong. You don't walk out on Vince McMahon, and he had you in a major program when you walked out. I guess you, you just want to win all the time, but I'm sure Triple H will work that out. I'm sure that he'll do what he can to make sure that they're both happy and that their reps are intact and that they don't slide down too far on the card and all of this. This is, this is complicated stuff. It really is. We all sit at home and think it's so easy to take a plethora of talent the way that company does and make everyone happy 24-7. Impossible. Just absolutely impossible. So think about that for a while. The next time you want to just you know, launch bullets at, at any company, it cannot be easy to keep everybody happy all the time. But I do think that it's a great move, obviously. My partner has always believed that Sasha Banks is, is box office gold. So now she won't be going back to, she won't be going to AEW. It would have been a mistake to go anyway. Sasha Banks has a killer, killer presentation. It's top shelf, and that's because she works with the Super Bowl company. It's a top shelf presentation. I don't think she would quite feel the same way in an AEW presentation. I don't think it would be the same. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it's great that they're coming back. Uh, moving on, speaking of people who may want to get back in that ring, we're talking about Paige, uh, who I personally love. How can you not love Paige? And the second she starts talking, I'm just Britishly done. Oh, that accent. Anyway, behave yourself, Farrell. Uh, Paige, uh, Paige's talking uh, about injury and potential matches against uh, WWE, of course, Sasha Banks, she's talking about, and uh, AEW's Britt Baker. Wow, would that be interesting. Um, former, it says here, former WWE superstar Paige gave a positive update on her injured neck this week and reiterated plans to one day wrestle once again. Appearing Wednesday on the Bellas podcast. Jeez, do the Bellas have a podcast? Okay, well, as long as I can look at him. Uh, sorry, I'm doing it again. Uh, with WWE Hall of Famers uh, Nikki and Brie Bella, um, Paige expressed optimism regarding her health, and she said the following, My neck is fantastic. I'm having no issues with it, and it's looking good. I still want more time, though. I mean, I've had nearly five years completely out of the ring, which is, you know, it goes by so quickly. I'm like thinking, how does it go by so quickly? But yeah, I can see myself in the ring one day, and it would have to be something really special, like a big moment, even like for WrestleMania. So who knows? You know, I'm not sure where they are with Paige as far as their personal relationship with Paige and the company. It, to me, it's a miracle she was asked back at all, considering some of the crap that was going on with her personal life and, and uh, particular video. You know, there was, a, there, was, there was several things that made me think we would never see her again. 
Uh, I do do think it was a really bad loss for the women when Paige was hurt. I felt that Paige was was excellent in the ring, uh, a good talker, great look. She had it all. Uh, you know, so to me, they lost a stud uh, when they lost uh, Paige. I would love to see a comeback. It still doesn't sound like, though, if you read between the lines, that she's going to come back for any prolonged thing. She would like to have a big moment in a WrestleMania, perhaps a short program leading up to a WrestleMania. Uh, just to get her back in the ring, I think, would be absolutely fantastic. Um, for those of you who didn't see SummerSlam, if I can go over that real fast, because I don't see it here. Uh, SummerSlam was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the changing of the guard has uh, already happened, as you can tell. Uh, the fact that Roman and Brock uh, found a way after a, a program that doesn't really get enough love over the years, the... What a tremendous ending to that feud. Did I just see the ring lopsided? Did all of this really happen? I mean, what a tremendous conclusion to this rivalry. And it makes you wonder, where is it all going to go? Is Roman Reigns going to be champion for years? Or is Roman going to lose to the next guy? It's, 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 sometimes it's a little hard to tell. I almost feel like Roman Reigns should hold the belt much longer. I don't know if that drives all of you crazy. I don't know if you say to yourself, what are you talking about? I'm burnt out on it already. I don't know how you could be. I mean, if you're a fan of heels, which I've basically been my whole life, what's going on with Roman Reigns is absolute box office gold. Uh, I agree with my partner. I think at some point you've got to get the rock in here, and we've got to have the rock in Roman Reigns. It would be the biggest match literally in years and years and years. Could you imagine the box office draw for something like that? I can't, personally. I think it would just be amazing, but will The Rock ever actually really do this? And when? We've been waiting for this the last couple of years, but the trigger's got to get pulled, I would think, within the next year. I would think at this point it's got to be pulled within the next year. Uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Matt Riddle. Uh, interestingly enough, I've heard that Matt Riddle is not necessarily on Triple H's radar. This is a problem to me. I don't know why that would be. Uh, Matt Riddle... I don't know why I always think this way, but I feel like Matt, Riddle's, Matt Riddle has the potential to be another Shawn Michaels type. Uh, perhaps his gimmick won't allow him to be that, you know, the bro and all of that. It, it is a little bit of a cornered gimmick, like there's only so far he can take that. But could you imagine if he ever snapped out of that character and got really nasty and serious and turned into a villain? I, I wonder what they could do with Matt Riddle. Is it because Matt Riddle is not necessarily a huge guy? You know, you, you wonder how much that will factor in with Triple H. There was the rumblings and the murmurings back in the day that Triple H was very similar to Vince in some ways. He, do, he doesn't like smaller guys. Chris Jericho was forced to wear platform uh, boots early on. Uh, he never liked CM Punk. He's too small, you know. Yet in NXT, Triple H did things that don't exactly uh, ring consistent with that philosophy. You had Nakamura, you had Sami Zayn, you had, uh, you know, smaller guys doing a lot of damage. So it's, it's hard to tell where Triple H sits with uh, Riddle. But I would hate it if Riddle was ever downsized or, or pushed lower or went down into the mid-card. I think that it would be really, really a bad thing. Uh, it, it wouldn't make sense to me. Uh, I, and another really weird thing that I think about, and it's, it, okay, this is strange. Do you ever wonder if Riddle's going to always be a barefoot wrestler? 
As stupid as that sounds, I do wonder about that. Is he always going to have this gimmick? Could you imagine him at 45? Yeah, I think ahead. I'm weird like that. Here he is at 45. Look at those old crusty toes. What are you doing? Put some boots on. So maybe Riddle might see some tweaks from Triple H? I'm not sure. What kind of boots would Riddle wear? I'm so used to his toes. I don't know. Anyway, Triple H is obviously, to me, a very good thing. I don't think we've got too much to worry about. But AEW, to me... I was recently, you know, uh, and you can tune into This Week in Wrestling tomorrow night to catch my take on, uh, you know, what I think about AEW Rampage, but their ratings are not good. Uh, 325,000 people on a Friday night is not good. And does anybody stop to think about how their main event picture is Jericho versus Moxley? That's what they're doing right now. If this was going on in the WWE, Jericho versus Moxley right now, do you know how many of you independent marks who always scream that guys don't get an opportunity in WWE? You'd be screaming because you got Jericho and Moxley instead of Riddle or uh, other Theory or Roman Reigns. I mean, what, Roman Reigns is, is a little younger than John, you know, uh, well, not John, obviously, but he's a little younger than CM Punk and Chris Jericho. So to me, it's incredibly hypocritical that you always say that AEW is the land of opportunity. Tell that to the 25-year-old, 30-year-olds who are trying to get past a almost 50 Chris Jericho, if he's not 50 already. Forgive me, Chris. I'm not sure how old you fucking are. And John Moxley, who's clearly a veteran at this point and has been wrestling for over a decade, if you go back to Combat Zone. What kind of opportunities are they giving the up-and-comers in AEW? Not only do you want the guys in AEW to physically kill themselves, it's not enough that you want them to kill themselves and wrestle much less safely than the WWE allows. You want them to just stand behind Phil Brooks. That's your idea of giving glorious opportunity, huh? Very, very contradictory, folks. Very contradictory. I, I don't follow. I don't follow at all. And uh, just to hammer it home, again, you got a lifelong professional wrestler in the McMahon family has done booking for NXT, understands this business inside and out, understands what wrestlers go through physically and emotionally, and you got Tony Khan. Who can I buy this week? You guys are done. I'll say it now. You guys are done. You will never topple the WWE. Never, ever topple the WWE. There's no way. You're already off and wrong in your philosophical approach the way you're running that company. You want to really get it to where WWE is? You're going to have to learn how to entertain a little bit, too. Oh, what a horrible, disgusting word. Oh, I hate it. I just want arm bars and flip-flops and, and broken necks and, and, and uh, concussions. And go through a table for me because you deserve it. Man, that's extremely fucked up. Uh, all right, at the half-hour mark tonight, we are going to be taking phone calls. Uh, for those of you, uh, check your emails that are on the list. I look forward to talking to each and every one of you. We'll be hitting that up at the half-hour mark. Jared, how are we making out? Are there people checking in? or So far, we have one person who checked in. Okay, we got one for four. All right, that's a, that's a start. We'll take that. That's only 250, though. We're going to have to up that batting average, but that's okay. And... Uh, I guess that's it for this, uh, for this segment, and we'll be right back after uh, this uh, commercial break. So I'll see you in a uh, feral moment. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com
Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast, www.quickcast.com, 866-7-CAST-NOW. That's 866-7-CAST-NOW. QuickCast. Star in your own success. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not that much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material, and I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. Hi, it's John from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. That's right, folks. K9 Corral. For all your dog daycare and overnight care, call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. All right, we are back. Hey, Jared, what is this? Nobody wants to talk to me? What is it, my deodorant? Evening no, of armpit? they'll be coming. They're coming. <laughs> you hope so. I figured it was my lovely disposition. All right, folks, in the meantime, before we get to our calls, let's uh, talk a little bit about more of what uh, Triple H is doing with the company right now. We've had uh, Bailey return, which was obviously a, a huge deal. Uh, this is, uh, more surprisingly, she's come with Eosky. Yeah, they changed another name. Okay, fine. Uh, Eosky and uh, Dakota Kai, who wasn't even working for the company. So, once again, this is another indication that people who were not necessarily thrilled with the old regime of Mr. McMahon seem to be pretty happy with uh, Triple H. We also saw on Monday Night Raw the never-ending uh, Am I Ever Going to Be Pushed Mustafa Ali show up, which I thought was, uh, eh, it's Mustafa Ali. I really don't know what they have in mind for him, but the fact that he was involved in a high-profile match for a potential U.S. title shot 
it shows that uh, Triple H is at least, uh, you know, going to entertain that he, he could be more than just a jobber or somebody who doesn't get anything done. Do you really think it's right for, for a lot of these guys to complain on this level, though? I really don't. I don't understand why the Mustafa Ali's just bitch and bitch and bitch. I mean, you're paid very well. You obviously are well compensated for your time. If you're not working that much and you're still paid sick, what's the issue? I don't know. Uh, Mustafa Ali should realize he's not going to be a world champion, and if he was, I would probably be appalled. But I've seen it happen before. I didn't think that Kofi Kingston was a world champion. What do I know? I, I didn't feel that way. You know, there are certain guys who wind up with the belt sometimes that I do say to myself, you know, as, as you know, the Miz has been a world champion. Do I look at him as a world champion? No. So it really depends. Uh, we also saw Champa get a shot here because Champa is the one who's going to face Bobby Lashley now. I love this, obviously. I think Tommaso Champa. I can't call him Tommaso. My my bad. Uh, I think Champa is fantastic. He's he's mean looking enough. That's for shit sure. I could see him as a world champion. Do I think that that'll happen? Probably not. But at least. Uh, you know, he should get a push to uh, hold an intercontinental title or, you know, a United States title or something like that. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa is an excellent, excellent hand. I would like to see him give Lashley a good run, but I don't want the belt coming off of Bobby Lashley. I love the fact that Bobby Lashley is United States champion because he's a main event type guy who's going to bring relevance back to, the, to, a, to a secondary belt. Those secondary belts used to mean something. I would like the U.S. title to mean something again. A guy like Bobby Lashley gives it meaning. And what if, what if Brock Lesnar decides to go after Bobby Lashley again for that pin that he took? You know, and could you imagine Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar fighting over the United States title? Holy elevation, Batman. Sign me up. I would absolutely love that. So, we, you know, it, it really depends where all of this is going, but I, I still feel like Triple H is going to make this very exciting. And the fact that Monday Night Raw was actually a lot of wrestling, I really wish Mike was here. I would love to know what Mike thought about this because this was much more about wrestling than entertainment in a lot of ways. There were so many great matches on Monday night. What do you got, Spidey? Something going on over there? Or are you just, like, flapping your wings? Yes, we're going to start over here. Phil what do you got? Joined, so oh, I guess I should on. put my ears on then, right? You know, back in the 80s, putting your ears on had a different meaning, but I'll, I'll try that. There we go. What do we got? Who do we got? Phil, are you here? I, I see Phil, but I'm not sure I hear Phil. He's looking at me. <laughs> Phil, can you hear me, bro? Doesn't look that way, Jared. Now it's very quiet. I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear him. Hello, Phil. How are you, sir? Let's see. Oh, here we go. Where'd he go? I heard him. No. How about now? How you doing? How about now? Can you hear me? Can you say train wreck? <laughs> I gotta. What happened to him, Jared? Is he frozen in space? Yes, he's now frozen. Okay. All right. We'll we'll go to Maria, and when Phil comes back, hopefully we can get him at the end. Okay. All right. You want to go to Maria now? Yes. All right. Let's give that a shot. I see Maria waving. Okay. Can Maria hear me? Can you hear me, Maria? Yes, I can hear you a little bit. Hey! Hey! You want to raise my big mouth so Maria can hear me? Much to the dismay of the rest of the audience. But, uh, <laughs> Maria, how are you? What's happening? Good. I'm doing good. How about you? How are uh, you? I'm 
hanging in. I'm hanging in. Everybody's getting sick around here. I don't know what's I, going on. Yeah. I'm going to have to send you guys some of these groovy glasses and you won't get sick. How okay. about that? Okay, that works. Maria, <laughs> while I got you, what do you think yes. about Vince McMahon stepping down? You know what? I think that it was a good move because, first of all, I think Vince was um, at a point of his life where, you know, he just thought he could just buy and sell and take advantage of whoever he wanted whenever he wanted to because he could afford to. But I also think he still has a stock in the company. He's only resigned, but he hasn't officially stepped down. Knowing Vince is a smart businessman. And when you're smart, you're going to always put certain clauses in your contract that will allow you to still be able to have a say-so, even though you're not in the front reins anymore. Do you think he's still calling yeah. the shots? Oh, yeah, he definitely is. Um, I think Hunter, Hel Hunter Hearst Helmley, his son-in-law, he still has a lot to learn. So Stephanie's pretty primed, but she still has a lot to learn, to learn too, because nobody will really run that business like Vince. You feel confident, mm -hmm. though, that it was left to them? Because I actually am very happy that it's Stephanie and Triple H. This, the, the alternatives could have been Disney or something like that. Right. I think it was time for Vince to kind of really step down because he was uh, getting a little too, I'd say, to the point where he was just like, he was the president of the United States there, you know. And I think it's time for some new blood to come in there. I know it's going to take a while for everybody to really get adjusted to Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, and Stephanie. But I think in the long run, it's going to it's going to be a good move because Shane is out. And I think that that wouldn't have been a good creation with Shane and Hunter and Stephanie. I think that would have just been a catastrophe. Right. They I'm just saying. Yeah, they're not on the same page. You know, the answer might be obvious, but as a, as a woman, were you deeply offended by Vince? You know, with his, the rumors? You know what? No, because that's, that's business. And right. if you're very thin-skinned, you will just fall apart at the sight of somebody saying, oh, my God, I can't believe he's, you know, out there having all these uh, relationships and he has a wife. So what? That's just life. Right. You know what? Nobody made these women take the money and, and they didn't have to take Vince's advances if they didn't want to. That's right. how I see it. Right. Um, and uh, I think that when you're Vince McMahon and you're used to doing this and no one has like really stepped up to the plate to correct it, why not? And if his wife was so concerned about it, she should have said something a long time. I mean, she, after all, she did her stint when she, you know, was, you know, with our former president and everything. But, you know, that was then and this is now. This has been going on for years. So I think that uh, his wife, uh, she knew exactly what she, what type of husband she had. And as long as he was coming home with the money, she didn't care. Mm. Do you think that a fan should be running a major wrestling company like a Tony Khan. Does he have any shot against lifelong wrestling people like Stephanie and Triple H or is it? I think he doesn't have the experience that they do. He just had the money because his dad was very wealthy from what I've been reading and understanding. But you know what? It's going to be interesting to see just how much he's going to really do. Um, Tony Khan's a smart guy. But he doesn't have the wrestling finesse that Stephanie has. Let's what, face it. What's your preference, WWE or AEW? Just curious. I'm going to be a 
WWF for life. Mm-hmm. Okay. When did you start watching? Oh, since I was about like five years old. Um, one of the wrestling doctors here, he was the one who gave me a lot of wrestling tickets uh, when I was going to school at night and working in the day. And he said, well, Maria, what you should do is come on down to wrestling. And I said, okay. And I was telling him about Bruno Sammartino and everything. And then when Marty and him came, I was like, oh my God, who are these guys? These good looking guys. And and I asked him, I says, well, do you think maybe I can come back there, you know, while you guys examine him? And he's like, no, honey, you can't come back there because I won't be able to do anything with those guys if you're back there. And I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Mm. And he said, what do you think they would do? And I said, <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. And he said, well, no, that's not a good place. <laughs> you, you said you got tickets from the, one of the doctors. I hope it wasn't George Sahari, and you probably would have gotten a few other things, too. <laughs> right. No, this doctor... Um, this was Frank Costa, very nice guy. We still keep in contact. Um, he was the wrestling physician at the time, and he would, you know, he was just really a sweet guy, very, very nice. Um, he was the kind of guy you'd say, you know what? If I ever needed a favor or to get a, a wrestling autograph, I'd go to Frank Costa. But he doesn't do it now. They've had some other ones, but he still has some kind of contact with the wrestling. Um, Positions here when wrestlers do come. What makes you still love wrestling after all these years? Because you know, I think you know what. I, to be honest, I think it's um just the hype because you never know who's going to really you know win. And you know what? What really gets me if you can't if you're um if you can't present yourself well to the audience to the listener, then I don't think you have my vote. You just have to know how to 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 win. Your your fans, you know, if you're um, if you're not good in your approach, people aren't going to take you serious because you have to sell to put money in everybody's pocket. Everybody gets paid, but if you don't do your part right, then nobody gets paid, and then they get rid of you and get somebody else. How'd you feel about Ric Flair this past week? Ric Flair, you know what? I think um, I was glad that he, you know, he was able to sustain as long as he did. Uh, Rick. It was always, in my opinion, was always an excellent wrestler. I remember watching him in, when he was with the Crockett's and everything else. And, you know, he was always the showstopper then. And to see him at least last as long as he has, that was really, that was spectacular. I wish I could have seen it in person, but um, I'm glad he was able to get what he wanted. And that was that last final match. Those, about the last 10 minutes of that match was pretty uncomfortable. I don't know if you've seen it but i was actually no worried i didn't for his see safety. it yeah I, oh, I, wow it's crazy quite honestly i was worried for his safety if he was going to even make it yeah. to the end of the match do you think wwe is here to stay on top permanently or AEW have any shot i think wwf will be forever but there will have other there'll be other wrestling organizations like aew and nxt will come up but i think it will always be wwe first and then a was AEW and then NXT and then whoever comes along, they can just follow after that. How's the Pittsburgh scene? You are in Pittsburgh, correct? Yeah, we're Pittsville City. Getting ready for the uh, football season or? I hope we can do something because now that Ben is gone, we have all these young ones coming up and I don't think I'll be a ticket season holder again for quite some time. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You were season ticket holder during the entire yeah, yeah. Roethlisberger yeah, era? Was, 
Yeah, for oh four years straight. And I'm wow. telling you, I re I thought I was every year this was going to be it. And I'm getting all this mm -hmm. Steelers gear, and we weren't even doing nothing. I was like, I'm done. I don't no. know if you could see, uh, Maria, I don't know if you could see this, but this is my New York Jet world's smallest violin. Boo-hoo. Wow. <laughs> well, you know how bad we are. I mean, the Steelers, yeah. at least on the Steelers, we got the Jets year after year. There's like no well, point. I but, I mean, you guys really, I mean, you know what? I need to come to New York. I have never been to New York in my entire life. And I, I'm going to put that on my bucket list to get there yeah. one day yeah. and have lunch with you and Monty. And, you yeah. know, Monty, we could just do this thing right, compare go. notes. There you go. That would be awesome. Maria, thank you so much for calling in. You are the best. Thank the first you. lady of wrestling. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Love you and Monty you forever. Too. Thank you so much, Maria. You are the best. You're welcome. Thank okay. You. Bye. Hey, what do we got? Who's next there, Spidey? All right. Phil is in. Phil is so in. working now. Hopefully Phil is in, and it is working. Okay. So we're going to get him up. All righty. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Mr. Phil. Mr. Phil. Hey. How are you? I hear him. I hear can you All hear right. Him? He can hear me? Yeah. Oh, wow. Awesome. There we go. How hot is it down there? Dude, I can't. I can't. I can't take it anymore. I'm melting. It's like, it feels yeah. like 100 because the humidity in New York, it's insane. I've had it. I've had it. Yeah, well, we got it too. So I totally, I totally sympathize, totally. man. Yeah. You've been doing a great show yourself here. You know, I want to commend you. Don't try this. Holding home, it down. Folks. Very cool. Thank you. But uh, I, I want Mike back like yesterday, you know, quite honestly. Yeah. Big time. Oh yeah, Phil. How you been? What's what's the story? How do you feel about you know the recent change in WWE? I mean, here we go. I think it's stimulating. I, agree. I think it's I think it's uh, I think Please. it's a shot in the arm. I think it's piqued my interest. Now I'm actually yeah. going to be looking forward to the broadcast again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been watching for uh, you know four decades here, and just out of compulsion, out of habit. So I'm always going to be a fan and watch, but. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to look forward to it again because it's going to be unpredictable, and uh, it's about time someone does take the reins. And I know yeah. Vince is going to still be a big part of it, as he should be. Right. And uh, we wouldn't want it any other way, really. I mean, no. you know, he's like a member of the family now. Right. You know, how many hours a week do we spend with Vince? You know, I've spent half my life with Vince. He doesn't even know me. <laughs> you know, were you were you yeah. uh, disappointed with the way it ended? Uh, for Vince, I mean, not the best way to go out. Surprised. I don't think many people were surprised. I think I'm, sur I'm, I'm surprised that it took so long for this scandal to come out, you know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's just part and parcel of, of his being uh, the alpha man back camera. I, I don't think that's uh, really uh, a pressure from his personality and, uh, you know, I think his next step might be running for office because it seems like a lot of old people are running for office oh, and yeah. are in office, so oh, he might as well join the fight. Yeah, I would prefer somebody half his age, to tell you the truth. Me but, too. Yeah, I think that's another thing we're going wrong with. Uh, the, the older they are, the, yeah, the, it's, it's, you got to have some younger people. Where is that fresh, like you said, that fresh infusion of someone we can all gravitate you know, to and I don't know. Yeah, well, now we've got Stephanie and Triple H at the helm, so I think uh, I think things are going to be good. And I, and I yeah. do believe that AEW, I think there's room for them. I think mm -hmm. it's good for the business. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to have a competitor. I think WWE does best when 
there's right. a competitor. If, if you want to call it a competitor, it might very well be considered a different product, but uh, it is there. It, it, it fits a need. I, I think both programs are going to help each other ultimately, and I, I think we as wrestling fans are going to win. You know, it's yeah. just uh, it's yeah. infusion now with the WWE. I think this is one of the best things that could happen, really. I think it's going to become a little more organic, spontaneous. I understand Triple H is actually going to let folks uh, have a little more input in their promos, kind of go off the cuff a little more, and I think that's definitely going to freshen the product. I mean, that's what we grew up with. Things weren't scripted when we were watching when we were sure. kids. It sure. was all off the cuff. It was all, you know, these personalities turned up, you know, and, and I think that works best. Uh, not to go off the cuff, but while I got you here, um, you did mention that you were there um, the night that Dan Moratti from Boston Wrestling and uh, Marty Jannetty had their their falling out. Can you possibly please tell us what you saw, that, if you don't mind? Yeah, let me turn my fan down. Um, sure. Let's see a little more here. Sure. Get the get the fan going for obvious reasons. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was uh, yeah. it was an interesting time, you know. Um, was Father's Day, so my family let me go down there and spend the day in Melrose, which was a nice little uh, little gift here. And uh, generally speaking, it was a great day. Marty is entertaining as all get out. You know, oh, yeah. his, his outtakes are better often than what you see on screen, and uh, <laughs> no one makes me laugh as much as, as yeah. Marty does. He's got it's that great. gift, you know. And, uh, you know, like I say, I harbor some guilt for uh, contributing to the delinquency of a rocker. I did give him a ride to the store where he uh, <laughs> he went to purchase some refreshments on break. And, and actually, when he went in there, five minutes till closing, the gate came down and, and basically locked him in the store. And, you know, I'm sure that got Dan all upset. And uh, eventually, Marty came out with his goods and came back to the studio and, you uh, the great day of, of, of um, interviews started to go downhill from there. And, uh, yeah, there was some conflict at the end. And, uh, you know, I, I saw the, the confrontation you guys had out of two years ago or so. And uh, that, that gave me a better perspective on what you guys were, were uh, handling that day, too. You know, mm-hmm. um, you've got athletes who are in a lot of pain and uh, have had a lot of trauma in their lives. And, uh Sometimes that that switch gets flipped, and uh, you know everyone around will will, will uh, feel the effects. And I, I certainly did that day too. And the last thing I wanted to do was was get into the middle with these both these guys all banged up and hurt. You know, both in a lot of pain. And and you know, my, my biggest fear was trying to come between them and uh, you know ended up hurting someone in the process. But uh, it was resolved ultimately. You know, Marty was upset. He he felt like he wasn't gonna get paid for the day and that was certainly not the truth at all and uh they finally resolved it and um yeah happy father's day they 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 had they it was it was close to blows at one point i really? think but uh yeah dan smartly wow. stayed in the control room and uh, marty was outside the control room and uh, well was marty getting was, like aggressive like you know wanting him to come out and you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was. Damn. He was. And uh, I spent my time trying to talk him down from that. And uh, mm-hmm. and that wasn't the real Marty anyway. This was Marty who right. was in pain and yeah. you know who had a very late night. And and in his defense, and uh, you know Dan holds some very long interview days, and yeah. uh, Dan you know got the yeah. most out of everybody really. I mean, right. so I can understand Marty being you know at that point and. Uh, kind of snapping and um 
but ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm happy more than anything that they, they patched things up and uh, worked together again and uh, kind of parted on good terms. And uh, for that, I'm very happy, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still in shock. Three months, four months later, you know, still in shock over that, over that whole deal, over the passing. And uh, yeah, yeah, we miss him still very much. It, it can't be easy at all. Um, so where do we go from here? What's the future? As I ask, where do we go from here? Are you going to be doing anything with Boston wrestling or doing anything to fill, you know, the void of, of the situation, obviously? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a question I get a lot. And, um, before even taking that first step, I wanted to give a little time for everyone to heal. I mean, I, I, for the longest time, I wanted to contact Dan's father, who you know has a um, you know I, I think has the information necessary, and certainly would have the authorization for anything mm-hmm. to go forward. Um, we'd have to take a different approach because uh, I'm a busy guy, and Charlie is interested, and he's a busy guy too. Mm-hmm. So we would have to take uh, a different approach because Dan spent uh, 12 hours a day in that studio, and and I don't think that we could right. do that at this point. But I think we could salvage something but uh wanted a little little time pass before i even approached dan's dad i I talked to him obviously at the services and uh um and and now might be the time just to make some inquiries i mean there's a lot of interest there's a lot of fan interest there's a lot of interest on my part i think on charlie's part too and i bumped into mr cena in worcester last week after uh the aew show and we chatted for a minute and texted the next day and he's a huge fan of you guys as you all know and he just uh he puts you both over to no end, and uh, I'm just so happy that the Boston-New York connection is still strong, you know? And, uh, and yeah, I'm just thrilled to be on right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm thrilled to have you. I mean, after all, yeah. it started so smoothly, the Boston-New York connection. Didn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Just do me a favor, okay? When you, when yeah. you, when you decide to do whatever you're going to do, no, no shots across the bow. Don't call me mean names. You know what I'm saying? I'm Switzerland, brother. You know that. <laughs> I forgot. That's not my thing, man. You know? Not at all. I hear you. I hear you. Phil, you know, thanks for, I, Jimmy, again. We, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you remember a time when being a wrestling fan was, uh, you know, something on the QT. It was not something. There wasn't this camaraderie. There wasn't this brotherhood. So every mm-hmm. wrestling fan was an ally. And right. you treated every wrestling right. fan as an ally, as a yeah. friend. Like you had, sure. this, had this common secret together, you right. know, right. enjoying pro wrestling. You mean and, before uh, the keyboard is what you mean. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Yep. Before it gained such popularity, I mean, I always felt like we were in a minority when we were yes. fans when we were really, really young. And so, yep. you know, never would we think about uh, starting a war with the fellow fans. So I, I still go. think I have that, that mentality. And, yeah. uh, you yep. know, yeah. No, You'll be rock no, solid. I, I, I You'll be rock them. solid. Phil, yeah. thanks again, man. Thanks you so much. Thank you, I wish I could talk Love to you more. Show. You're great. Love your music. You you should Thank do you. something with one of the group with one of these wrestling organizations. You guys, you know that group, that song oh, yeah. that you guys do on the weekend review should start a wrestling program Thank every you. week. Uh, you're referring to Sinners it Never really is, Sacrifice. So. Thank you. Thank you. Never Sacrifice is a great tune, and Thanks I could see that opening up a wrestling show every oh, week. Wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. Maybe I could stop, yeah. you know, asking for quarters on the street corner. Can I have a quarter? <laughs> you know, that'd be nice. You know, maybe Playing eat McDonald's cowboy, twice a week. Right? You know. Yeah, anything, anything to get me over instead of put me under. Phil, thank you so no. much, man. You are the man. God bless you, brother. 
And you to too, everybody brother. out there, God love you. you. Too. Take care. Thank you, bro. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right. What do we got, Spider? We got more? What do we got? Who we got? We do. Next up, we got Eso. Eso, ESO Creative. Yeah, That's ESO who we creative. got. Very nice. Hey, hey. Monty and the Pharaoh, ESO. You the man. You on the air. What's happening? Can you hear me? We got to start with that. <laughs> I see him looking. I'm not sure if he can hear me. Frozen Tundra? Yeah, I think he's frozen now. Frozen Tundra? Did we get, uh, who was the other one? Was it Christopher? Did we get a Christopher? Chris is not in at the moment. He's not in at the moment. Okay, very well. Well, I guess as we uh, wait for ESO Creative, uh, Spidey going to reboot him or something like that? We'll see what goes on. Okay, all right. We'll see. He's been in for a while. I don't know if he's restarting or what's going on. Okay. All right. Well, we've got a few more minutes left in the program, so I might as well uh, shoot the shit a little bit. Uh, once again, it's looking real good in the WWE uh, universe. Hey, can I take these things off for now? I'm hearing myself 17 times. Good. That's enough of me hearing myself twice. Um, you know, WWE's in great shape right now. We're coming off a red-hot SummerSlam. We're coming off a really good Monday Night Raw. Uh, AEW is trying to convince us that having Chris Jericho versus John Moxley is the future. Uh, are, you, are you hearing what I just said? You know, the next time you decide, what you got there, Spidey? What's up? Oh, uh, Keep going? Keep babbling? Okay, I'll keep babbling. But, uh, you know, as far as the creative goes, WWE's in real safe hands, and Nick Khan, to me, is just a fan with a lot of money. So, you know, as far as the future goes, if his idea of the future is a, you know, almost 50-year-old CM Punk, almost 50-year-old Chris Jericho and, and John Moxley, who's, you know, clearly, you know, I'd say he's, his best days are basically somewhere maybe like another five to seven more years of this or something like that, you know, but he's already had 10, 10 to 12 in the rearview mirror. That's your idea of the future, huh? You know, if they really were what they th- say they're all about, Wardlow would already be champion. He'd be champion. You know, or one of their other homegrown guys. They would have stuck with Adam Page and said, nope, this is our star. We're just going to keep going with this. But they knew they couldn't because they're not growing the future. They're not. You could, you, could, you could spin it any way you want. Don't tell me Orange Cassidy is the future. He's, he's not. Don't tell me that Hook is the future. Not unless, unless uh, Dr. George Saharian gives him a visit and then, uh, he gains about 40 pounds of muscle. I'm sorry. That's the way the business works. These are not the future of the business. You know, Roman Reigns, when, when Vince was trying to tell everybody to their face, this is the future of the business, you, you would have none of it. You wouldn't listen. How about now? You're listening now? You know? How many, how many years? You know? What's up, Eso. Spidey? Eso's in. Eso is in? Should I put my ears on? Like we did in can the 80s? I won't get into that. ESO, can you hear me, sir? Hey. hey, my friend. How's it going? Good, good. What's happening? I can hear him. Success. How you doing, bro? Why don't you tell us a little bit about what ESO Creative does? Well, we do a little bit of a little bit of everything creative. I do a little bit of animation, uh, custom apparel, uh, uh, graphic design, logos, little of you know, little of everything. Um, Trying to use the small business. Um, Over the years, I worked for uh, larger companies, and uh, I wanted to bring what I could do for them. Back to the to the smaller guys. Oh, he's been a wrestling fan. <laughs> grew up grew up in uh, 
the Newburgh area of New York, and uh, okay. I'm sure you're familiar with Poughkeepsie Civic Center. Of course, of course. <laughs> What's that arena uh, like? I've never, I've never been inside it, and, and is it still there? Oh, it, it's still there. Now it's called the MJN Arena. Okay. Um, they still do wrestling. Generally, okay. you see Northeast wrestling come through there. Okay. But really, nothing else. Uh, other than those guys, but uh, back in the back in the eighties and nineties, I mean, that place was a mecca. It was. It was. Didn't I mean, Paul Heyman you, take, you have to realize, take ECW there. Paul Heyman. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. have to real, you have to realize. I mean, this arena, if if it holds, if it holds four thousand, maybe, yeah, it, it can't go more than four thousand tops. Right. And right. and you've had such major things come through there, from you know back in the eighties from. Uh, Introducing Randy Savage, uh, mm. Mm. Paul Orndorff turning on uh, on Hulk Hogan, um, oh, man. Uh, the the Raws that were were done there in the nineties. I mean, you, you had so much go on there; it was amazing. And not a bad seat in the house. I no, no, sure. almost everything was was ringside. Well, one of the cool things for me is uh, recently I, I watched the uh, the Paul Orndorff Moondog Paul Orndorff Hogan Moondogs match. Um, and uh, I could actually see my my, my uh, younger self in the in the crowd there at about a oh gosh I had to have been about ten years old then. Who was your favorite growing up? Was this during uh, Hogan or? It, it was. It was. It, you know, again, I, I was uh, in that Hogan era, but I would say the the Ultimate Warrior was so big when I oh, was yeah. in that uh, in that era that uh, you know everybody in my age group was was going towards towards him. You know, well, as could... obviously as I've gotten older. You know, <laughs> yeah. Were you confused that Warrior kind of disappeared after that meteor in the sky, WrestleMania six, you know, thing? No, no, because you know, at that point, I had gotten old enough where I, I knew it was going going on, and uh, you know, I discovered girls and other things going on, and uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so much for wrestling. wrestling wasn't exactly <laughs> no, was the most important thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you find us? I'm just curious. I've never asked you personally. How did you find this show? Well, you know, uh, just being a wrestling fan in general and being an old-school wrestling fan, I started watching some shoot interviews and some stuff. And, you know, everything's so repetitive that you see on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And when I found, um, I hate to say it, I had found Boston Wrestling before you guys. And, okay. You know, okay. It, Not okay, uh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, once I, I, I was, at that point, I started looking for... Uh, Different venues that I that I enjoyed listening to that mm -hmm. brought more to the podcast than you know. Hey, what was it like wrestling this this dude? Uh, hey, bring bring back this wrestling match from this the this era, you know. So uh, at that point, I found you guys asking different questions and bringing you know people that I was I was enjoying watching. And uh, at that that point, I, I contacted you and wanted to get involved with you guys. There you go. There you go. You want to tell the people how they can get in touch with uh, ESO Creative? Uh, easiest way is uh, ESO Creative at gmail.com, or you can uh, be, I have an Instagram at ESO Creative, same thing, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, all, all the, the major social media. But uh, it, easiest way is, uh, is generally uh, emailing me. Well, you do fantastic work, and thank you for checking in with us tonight. Uh, much respect, and I look forward to seeing what comes next from you. Hey, no, I, I appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, I, 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 I thank you guys for what you guys do in, uh, in your arena. So like, thank you for everything tonight, and thank you for uh, letting me come on.
Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. Take care, guys. You too, brother. Spidey, did we ever hear from Christopher? Yes, Chris. We just did. Joined. Okay. So we're going to get him up. Alrighty. And drum roll. Chris, you there? Huh? <laughs> Can you hear us, Chris? Hey, mate, how are you? Uh, wait a minute. This is Chris Lee? Yeah. It is. Oh, what's <laughs> up, mate? What's going on? Not much. How are you? Thanks for having uh, me back on. Uh, thrilled to have you back on. I didn't even realize it was you. I was like, I saw this last name. I was like, I'm going to butcher this last name. What is this? But it's Chris Lee. <laughs> I, I feel better now. How's Australia treating you? How hot are we talking in Australia? Because we're melting here in New York. It sucks. Nah, winter here, mate. Very cold here. Opposite what? you guys. What? Really? Educate me. Freezing. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Wait a minute. When's your summer? In, in December? No, March. March. This is bizarre. So you got snow outside right now? Or January, something? February, March. Wow. Wow, that's burnt. I had no idea. So what's the temperature right now in Australia? Uh, roughly around 13 degrees. <laughs> 13 degrees. It's like 113 here. Okay. Well, now that I know why you're indoors calling Monty and the Pharaoh... <laughs> What's happening? How do you feel about uh, Vince McMahon stepping down, my friend? I think it's a good thing. I think Vince has done so much for the industry and the business. Mm. I think it's time for him to relax, retire, and just... He'll always have an input. He'll never, ever fully retire. But it'd be good to have a new taste. I think Stephanie and Triple H will bring a new variety and new changes, hopefully. Have we lost anything with Shane McMahon? I always wonder, because, you know, in the old days, I used to think Shane being Vince's son, not to think traditionally, but I felt that, you know, Shane would be Shane's. But apparently, it's the furthest thing from. Do you think any remorse that we've lost Shane's input? Or was Shane's input bad, considering how they just, you know, he kind of wrecked the Royal Rumble and they got rid of him? Uh, any thoughts on Shane? Yeah, I don't think Shane is 100% into it like Stephanie and Hunter is. I think Shane's got other things that he loves as well. And I also heard that Shane and Triple H don't get along that well. That's what I've heard. It could be rumours, but I heard Shane and Triple H don't get along. Mm, I don't know if I believe that. But that's that. just through rumours yeah, and right. stuff. But I think yeah. Shane's got other things he wants to do. That's fair enough. Uh, we had Outback jack on i'd say in the last half a year is he a legend where you're from i'm just curious if as how big he is absolutely really? he is and he considering really such a short amount of time in wwf i think mm -hmm. 86 to 88 okay yep. yep yep he said to you 1990 but i think he's a bit confused it was only a two-year run yeah yeah that if that, that but i think he had a really big, that big in australia i'm surprised at this okay everyone knows outback jack really How's the uh, yeah. scene in Australia? You got uh, anything going on as far as wrestling companies, or is it we just watch the WWE on our phone? <laughs> well, that's what I do. But uh... Jimbo, as I told Mike before, um, wrestling here is really not that big, mate. Unless mm. WWE comes, which is once a year, pretty much our territory. You get nothing, really. Wow. 
Who do you talk to? You have friends that watch watch over there, or do you just you had anybody? None of my friends watch it. Do they think you're weird? They think I'm weird. That's why I love when I talk to Mike in on Facebook because Mike loves it. But my friends don't like it. They just look upon it as you know, wow, fake and fake. It's fake. I said, well, you get in the you get in the ring and you tell them it's fake when you right. hear them hit you. Right. What'd you think about SummerSlam? Um, I didn't see much of it, mate. I don't really watch the current product. Okay. Okay. I watch the eighties. Okay. So you you love the eighties, Captain dude. Retro, basically. Love the eighties, mate. You ever get tired of it though? I mean, you must have seen them all by now. I mean, I went through the whole eighties catalog on the network. I mean, no, not really. I always really? find matches sometimes that I haven't seen, but no, I just love it. Love the characters, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage. You can't beat them. You no. just can't. No, you can't. There'll never be another uh, period like that. Never. Never. They were just such an iconic time. Just so many characters. Unbelievable. You know, Piper, you just named the whole list. Cream of the crop. Yeah. The greatest. He is. The greatest. Well, Chris, thank you for checking in with us. I always appreciate talking to you. I'm sorry I'm not on Facebook or anything like that, but, uh, you know. No, I'll probably drive you insane like I do Mike, so. You, yeah, I've heard you drive people insane. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, I speak to him, try not to drive him mad too much, but always see how he is, and he's a great guy, like yourself. he loves you. Chris, thanks so much for your support. Uh, I don't feel worthy, but I am grateful. Thank you so much, man. No, thank you so much what you bring to us every Thursday. Make us forget about life for a while, and we all look forward to it and love it. I am very pleased to hear that I can do that for you. If I could only do it for me, anyway. (laughs) Got my painting. What's behind you? Tony I can't Atlas. make it out. Tony. Oh, Tony. There you go. Beautiful. Mr. USA. All right. Well, I'm sorry Proof we couldn't give you more. Worldwide. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> right, hopefully, thanks, uh, hopefully, after Marty's uh, better from his uh, COVID, we'll have him on. Yeah, well, it'll be good to see Greg on. Hopefully, Greg comes on. That's right. He is coming. He's coming soon. Love my Greg. favorite. My favorite of all time. He's my favorite of all time. Love the hammer. Well, thank you, Jimmy. I don't want to let you go now, mate, because I've gone over. There you go. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you, thank mate. Thank you. Thank you, mate. Bye. Bye. All righty. Spidey, I think we did it. I think we got everybody. Not bad. Success. Success. That's the Stooges. Success. Success. Well, folks, I want to thank you once again for coming in to uh, check us out and letting us come into your living rooms. Uh, next week, Mr. Monty will return. Mike, don't ever do this to me again. Please get well immediately. Thank you very much. You've been watching. Take these stupid things off. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. And until next week, later.